God can handle it. Appreciate Brother Rouse, Sister Rouse, this good family. When we come, what God's put in his heart and spirit for us here tonight. Amen. Appreciate them so much. Why don't we just give them a good Bendale welcome this pulpit here tonight. God bless you, brother. Hallelujah. Come on, I wonder would you shout unto God with a voice of triumph all across this house. Come on, clap unto God with all your heart. Come on. Anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Jesus. Come on, let's exalt his name together. Come on, has he been good to you tonight? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. No place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. How many come tonight with an expectation that God was going to do something great in the house of the Lord tonight? Come on, how many come believing that God is able to do anything in this place tonight? Hallelujah. What a wonderful, wonderful God we serve. Amen. There is nothing too hard for him. Amen. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. There is not one single thing that catches God by surprise. Amen. But he is in control from the, uh, from the very beginning all the way up to the end. As a matter of fact, he knows the end from the very beginning. Can I tell you that he is a mighty, mighty God, uh, that he is a savior, that he is a deliverer, and that there is none uh, that can defeat him. There is none that can conquer him. Uh, there is none that can cast him uh, off to the side and forget about him. But he is a mighty good God. He is a mighty good savior. He is a mighty good deliverer and that's who we serve in this house tonight does anybody know what his name is hallelujah I said does anybody know what his name is hallelujah his name is Jesus if you have your Bible 2 Kings chapter 4 maybe in verse number 1 amen I, I thought I, I wouldn't get to preach this message tonight I thought that they would preach it for me amen but they left me a little bit to preach so that's all right Amen. How many is thankful for your pastor and pastor's wife? Amen. Amen. Give honor. Amen. To brother and sister Moore. Amen. And give honor to my pastor, Brother Spears. Amen. For teaching and preaching the word of truth to me and my family. Amen. We're just so thankful. Amen. Give honor to all the singers. Amen. How many is thankful for the, the good music that you have around here? Amen. The anointed music that you have. Amen. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 4, amen, verse number 1 says, Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor has come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and thou shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him, and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. 
and the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. Amen. Would you turn with me quickly to Romans chapter 12, verse number 3. Amen. Romans 12, verse 3. Amen. In 2 Kings we read of a widow woman that finds herself in a situation. She has nowhere else to go, nowhere else to turn, but she runs to the man of God and inquires direction and instruction. Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse number 3 says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Somebody say the measure of faith. Hallelujah. Would you lay your Bibles down? Let's lift our hands together one more time all across this house. Lord Jesus, I come before you. God, I pray that you'd empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions. God, and I pray that you'd fill me with your holy anointing, God. Lord, I know that I am nothing on my own, but God, I admit that I need you tonight, God. Lord, I pray that you'd use me as an instrument, as a tool in your hand for your glory, God. Let your anointing destroy every yoke of bondage in this house. God, bind up the brokenhearted and set every captive soul free. Let the, lift the heavy burden off the shoulders of your people tonight, God. Open up prison and doors to them that are bound in their spirit and in their mind, God. Lord, I know that when there is no way that you can make a way, God, even out of nothing, God, you are able to do anything in this house tonight, God. Lord, I pray, God, that you would bind up the brokenhearted and set every captive soul free. God, Lord, and if any good thing would happen in this house tonight, God, let it be said that it was because of your anointing. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord one more time all across this house. I want but somebody begin to call on the name of the Lord. Come on, for he is truly worthy. Come on, somebody magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Come on, he is good. He is great and greatly to be praised. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ we pray. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I want to preach to you what God's laid on my heart for this service tonight. Amen. Ingredients for a breakthrough. Amen. Ingredients for a breakthrough. Amen. This widow woman finds herself in a bad situa situation. This widow woman was not just any old widow woman, but the, she was the wife of a, uh, a son of the prophet, a man that had uh, uh, walked beside the man of God and had learned uh, from his instructions. Uh, this was a widow woman that finds herself uh, in a very dis desperate situation. Uh, she finds herself in a place uh, where she is no longer able to do it on her own. Uh, and do it by herself. Now her husband is dead and she is left with her two sons, her two children to try to make it by on their own. But it's not very long before the debtor comes and the creditors come and say it's time for you to pay up for what you have spent. It's time for you to pay in full. And she finds herself in a situation where she is unable to do it on 
own, her own. Can I tell you her past come knocking on the door and wanting to enslave her children. And can I tell you here in the house of the Lord tonight that Satan wants your children to struggle with the same things that you struggled with. Satan wants my children to struggle with the same things that I struggled with. Can I tell you that's why it's very important that we submit ourselves to God and that we submit ourselves to the will of God. Satan's not happy with what he's done in your life but he's like that horse leech crying out for more and more and more saying I will never be satisfied until I have your children. I'll never be satisfied until I bring as much destruction as I can bring. These children were not responsible for their mother and father's debts. They had not acquired these debts on their own. But now the creditor says it's time to pay. And all you have left is these two sons. I'll take them for bondmen. I'll take them and they will become my servants. I'll take them and that will pay your debt in full. This woman finds herself in a desperate situation and something on the inside of her drives her and urges her to the man of God. And there she asked the man of God, Elisha, what can I do? My husband was faithful to God. My husband was a good man. But now I find myself I'm about to lose everything that is important to me I'm about to lose everything that's of value to me and the man of God says to her what do you have left in the house and to us it would look like she did not have very much left she said all I got left man of God is one part of all that's all I've got to my name and that's not enough to do anything with but the man of God looks at her and says go and borrow all the empty vessels that you can get your hands on and take and shut the door upon you and upon your sons and you take of that one little vessel that you have and you begin to pour out the oil into all the other empty vessels and when you fill up one vessel set it to the side and fill up another vessel can I tell you here in the house of the Lord tonight that as long as there are empty vessels in the house of the Lord it's God's will that he pour out of the Holy Ghost upon every man woman boy and girl as long as there are empty vessels it's God's will to pour out of the oil until you are satisfied as long as you're empty God wants to fill you up with something that will satisfy your weary soul she pours I can see as she's in that room and she has the door shut. Why was it important that she shut the door? It was important because she had to make up her mind. 
I'm not walking out of this room until I have my need met. I'm not walking out of this room until I know that God is working in my favor and that God is working on my behalf. I know it might sound silly to some people, but if the man of God told me to pour out of what little oil I have into these empty vessels, then that's exactly what I'm going to do. And nobody's going to stop me. And nobody's going to tell me any different. Can I tell you to us, it may have looked like all she had left was just a little pot of oil. But there was something greater on the inside of that widow woman that had enough faith to say, if God said it, I believe it. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it feels like. I'm going to pour out until there's no more empty vessels. I'm going to do the work that God has called me to do. Can I tell you tonight, it's God's will for you to have enough faith to say, God, if that's what you want for me to do, then that's what I will do. Can I tell you, it took more than her just hearing Elisha saying, go, take empty vessels and pour your oil into those empty vessels. But it took enough faith on the inside of her to do what the man of God had commanded her to do. James 2 and 17 says, even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Can I tell you, she had more than just a little bit of oil, but she had enough faith that she could take and mix with what she had left. And then she could take the Word of God and pour it off all over in there together and say God I know I just got a little bit left but I've got some faith in me that's believing for a miracle that's believing for the impossible I got something on the inside of me that says whatever I gotta do I've gotta save my children whatever I gotta do it doesn't matter what I look like to everybody else I'm shutting the door I made up my mind I'm not leaving here without my breakthrough I'm not leaving here without my deliverance I'm not leaving here without my victory but in the name of the Lord I've got what it takes to see God move in my life (laughs) she took what little bit she had left mixed it up with the faith that she had and with the word of God And can I tell you what it did? It produced a miracle in her life. It produced something in her life that no matter what skeptics tried to say, she knew, hey, you wasn't in that room with me on that day when I poured out of my oil into that empty vessel. And I called to my son and said, bring me another vessel. And it brought me vessel after vessel until finally I called out to my boy. And I said, bring me another vessel. And I tell you, by that time, she was already in the rhythm of it. She was already in the flow of it. By that time, she got past every doubt and every skeptic. It didn't matter to her at that point. All she knew was, I'm still pouring. I'm still pouring. And I tell you what's God's will for your life. It's God's will for you to make up your mind. I'm going to keep pouring until God says stop. I'm going to keep working until God says stop. I'm not going to quit until every empty vessel is full. I'm not going to stop until I know that God has made a way even where there seems to be no way 
today. And I tell you, the difference is you got to have a made up mind. You got to have a heart that says, hey, I'm going to mix my faith with the word of God and I will obey. And finally, she says, son, bring me one more of those vessels. And he says, Mother, there's nothing left. Every empty vessel we could get our hands on is now full of oil. And as they looked in, they could see, hey, they're all still there. It hasn't vanished. It hasn't gone away. But it's still there. Can I tell you, when God does something in your life, come on, the devil can't take it from you if you don't let him. Can I tell you, when God fills you up, you're going to be full until you let the devil slip in and take what God has given you. But it's God's will that you keep that door shut and say, devil, well, I'm not giving you an inch because if I give you an inch, you'll take a mile. And if I give you a mile, you'll take ten. But I made up my mind. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. My children are going to have it better than being bound up by sin. They're going to be victorious by the power of God and by the word of my testimony. Baby, let me tell you where I was when God smiled on me and brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Let me tell you how broken I was when he put my life back together again. Hallelujah. And she said, well, I guess that's it. I guess we're done with that. And she goes to the man of God. And she tells the man of God, I did exactly what you said to do. I love this, Pastor Moore. He said, he said, now what I want you to do is I want you to take that all that you have and I want you to bring it and I want you to sell it and I want you to take and pay off your debt. Hallelujah. But what, what get, really gets me worked up, Brother Ferguson, is that's not where the man of God stopped. He said, I want you to take and pay off your debt. And I want you and your sons to take and live off of the rest of it. Can I tell you, there is enough grace and mercy and power of the Holy Ghost in this house tonight to not only cover your yesterday, to not only pay off your debts, but there's enough Holy Ghost in this house to cover you right now and to look over you into the future. And I tell you tonight, it's God's will for you to grab a hold of the ingredients for a breakthrough and say, I will not stay bound, but it's God's will for me to be liberated by the power of the Holy Ghost. It's God's will for me to come about from where I am with power and victory in the name of Jesus. Can I tell you, there's enough love, there's enough mercy in this house. It doesn't matter how much debt you have. It doesn't matter how much sin you've committed. It doesn't matter how lost you might feel in your mind and in your spirit. Oh, but there's enough power of the Holy Ghost to come down to where you are and say, hey, if you'll just take a little bit of faith and mix it in with the Word of God, I've got enough power to split open your Red Sea. I've got enough power to turn a dead end into a path of deliverance. I've got enough power to reach in where you are and flip it around and turn it in your favor. I've got enough to roll the stone away and call you out 
by your name. Hey, Lazarus, come forth. Why? Because there's enough faith in this house to break down the gates of hell. There's enough power of God to deliver anyone that has a made up mind that says, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm going to take what little I got left and let God use it for his glory. Ingredients for a breakthrough. You can be seated. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy 2, 21 tells us, If a man therefore purge himself from these things, from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 says, But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Can I tell you that these verses right here, and there's many more that we could use to make this point, but these verses right here lets us know that we are vessels. Can I tell you that it matters what we put into our vessels. It's like our lives, our bodies are a giant mixing pot, and it matters what we're mixing into our lives. Or some mixing lust and immorality and selfishness and all sorts of other kinds of sins. There are some mix in doubt. Some mix in unfaithfulness. But can I tell you it's God's will for us to mix in the Word of God. Can I tell you it's very important what we pour into our spirit. It's very important what we allow to come into our lives. Can, can I tell you it's God's will that we shut out doubt and negativity and say God if you said it I'm going to believe it. I don't have room for sin in my life but I've got faith in my spirit and I'm going to obey the word of God and I'm going to stir it up in my spirit so that I can be a vessel of honor unto unto the Lord a vessel to be used for the glory of God oh God does anybody want to be that vessel it says, God, I'm purged myself of anything that's not like you. Oh, God, created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Oh, does anybody feel that way tonight in the house of the Lord? Can I tell you, we don't have room for doubt in our lives. We don't have room for unbelief in our lives. We don't have room for sin in our lives. Oh, but we gotta make room for a move of the Holy Ghost. We gotta make room for God to work in our lives. Come on, there's some faith on the inside of you. It might be laying there dormant, but it's God's will that you stir it up and say hey God I'm sorry for what I've allowed myself to become but right now tonight I'm going to mix in the ingredients for a breakthrough in my spirit. I'm going to mix in the ingredients for a move of the Holy Ghost that will forever change my life it'll forever change my home it'll forever change my church it'll reach into my community and let them know there is a God that saves and delivers. God. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 says that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory 
to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Somebody say by faith. That ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that we might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. How's it going to happen? According to the power that worketh in us. Can I tell you, Jesus told us in Acts chapter 1 and 8 that you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Can I tell you what Brother Paul was trying to let us know? Brother Paul was trying to tell us, I want you to understand that there's no way for you to ever understand Understand how high and how wide and how deep is the love of God. But it is a love that passes all knowledge. There's no way for you to fully wrap your mind around the greatness of our God. And I tell you, this is a God that says, I want you to be filled with me. I don't want there to be any room for anything else in your life. But I want to give you deliverance. And I want to give you a breakthrough. And I tell you, He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ask or think according to the power that works and moves in your spirit and in your life. Come on, would you lift your hands with me right now all across the house of the Lord. Oh, God. I come to tell somebody tonight, you've put God in such a small little box. You've put God in, on such a short little leash that you don't even realize how awesome that He really is in your life. You've painted God in such a corner that you don't even realize how mighty and how majestic and how awesome He really is in your life. But I wonder if tonight I could do like the psalmist David and say, hey, oh, come magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Oh, come and magnify. Come on, somebody ought to lift up that name and let the devil know my God's bigger than you. My God's bigger than your bondage. My God's bigger than your lies. My God is greater. My God is greater. And he is able to do anything in this house. Satan says this is as far as it goes for you but God says hey if you'll just listen to my word you know brother Ford those Israelites probably look silly to those that were inside Jericho as they marched around the walls but there was one little lady named Rahab that knew, hey, something's about to happen. 
but she had already seen the glory of God. She, she already knew, hey, God's about to do something great. But everybody else was looking. And can I tell you what it was? It was their obedience to the Word of God. That they had enough faith to say, you know what? It might seem a little silly to everybody else. But if God said march around this wall, then that's exactly what I'm going to do. Can I tell you here in the house of the Lord tonight, my worship might look a little silly to you sometimes. Your worship might look a little silly sometimes. But can I tell you, it's God's will for us to say, you know what? It really doesn't matter what anybody thinks about me. As long as God is pleased with me, then that's all that matters. As long as God is happy with me, then that's all that matters. As long as God is smiling on me, then that's all I'm worried about. You can go ahead and talk, but as for me, I'm stirring up some things in my life. It's saying, I believe I serve a God that's able to give me breakthrough. I believe I serve a God that's able to deliver my lost loved ones. I believe I serve a God that's able to deliver the drug addict and the alcoholic. I believe I serve a God that's able to bring the prodigal son out of the muck and the mire and the pig pen of sin. I serve a God that's able to call him out of false doctrine into his light, into the goodness and the glory of his truth. Can I tell you, you're stronger than you even think you are. You're stronger than you could even imagine in yourself. Can I talk to us for a minute? Amen. That little widow woman said, you know what, man of God? All I got left is a pot of oil. It's not a lot. That's really all I got left. I want to preach to somebody and I want to encourage somebody tonight. Sometimes we feel like all we got left is just a little bit. Just a little bit of all. That's all I got. That's all that's left in me. I'm so drained. I'm so worn down. I'm so beat down. They're harassing me. They're knocking on my door. They're saying, hey, you can't hold out much longer, but pretty soon you got to pay up. And pretty soon, hey, it's come to call. It's time. You ain't got much time left. It's almost over with. It's almost out. Oh, but I'm so thankful that when I feel, hey, when I feel the pressures of life, there is a place where I can run and I can say, God, what is it that you would have for me to do? God, I know that are able to make a way even when there seems to be no way. Oh, just keep pouring out of what little bitch you got left. Have enough faith to believe that I'm going to make a way. Have enough faith to mix in with what little bit of strength you've got left. Can I tell you, it's God's will for you to live and not die. It's God's will for you to strengthen those things which are alive and remain. It's God's will for you to strengthen those things that look like they're on their way out but just in the nick of time God says I've got a word for you I've got a work for you to do I'm not finished yet and what I'm about to do in your life is going to blow your neighbor's mind it might even blow your mind but I'm not finished and I'm not done moving in you yet you've got everything it takes for a breakthrough you've got whatever it takes for a miracle in your life In the name of Jesus. Would you lift your hands with me one more time all across the house of the Lord? Hallelujah. My wife would go ahead and make her way.
What are, you, what are you mixing in? What are you mixing in to your vessel? What are you mixing in to your pot? Are you feeding it with doubt? Are you feeding it with negativity? Are you listening to all the bad things that everybody's got to say about you? Are you listening to the whispered lies of Satan and say, hey, you've never been anything anyways. You've never been important to God anyways. Uh, you, Brother Moore don't even really care about you that much. Uh, you're just there. It's just because your family or just because of this or just because of that. But can I tell you here in the house of the Lord tonight, it's God's will for you to grab a hold of the revelation that God is for you and not against you. You, that you belong to the household of faith and you are important as a child of God just as much as I am important as a child of God. God is no respecter of persons, but He is able to touch you just like He touches me. He's able to heal you just like He heals me. Hallelujah. Can I tell you, it's God's will for us to mix up His commandments, to mix up His Word into our vessels and just let God be God. Jesus, my son's a lunatic. I brought him to your disciples. They couldn't do nothing for him. He's dangerous to himself. I really need you to touch him. Why couldn't we do anything for him, Jesus? Because of your unbelief. Jesus goes on to tell him, if you have faith, just the size of a grain of a mustard seed, you can say to that mountain, mountain, be removed. Cast into the sea. And that mountain's going to get up and be thrown into the sea. But how be it? This kind goeth out by prayer and fasting. Oh, God, help me to take my faith, the measure of faith that you've given me, God. Let me put some prayer in there with it. Put some fasting in there with it. Stir it up. Hallelujah. Stir it up. And say, God, I know you're making a way even where there seems to be no way. Come on, can I tell you, you got what it takes tonight. You've got the ingredients. The ingredients for a breakthrough. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 2 says, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Can I tell you tonight, I can preach till I'm blue in the face. But if you don't take the Word of God and mix it with faith, it's not going to profit you one thing. You'll walk out of this house tonight and say, man, that, that, that fellow knows he can holler, doesn't he? He, he knows he can, he can get excited up there, doesn't he? He knows he can jump up and down. He looks kind of silly up there, doesn't he? Oh, but if something would rise up in you, it would say, hey, I'm desperate for a move of God in my life. Can I tell you the time for games is over with? We got to realize the day and the hour that we're living in. Come on. We got to realize that where we are right now, come on, it's game time. It's 
it's not half time hey it's not over with yet but we're right in the middle of the heat of the battle and it's God's will to deliver and it's God's will to save and it's God's will to set free it's God's will to restore it's God's will to bind up the broken hearted would you lift your voice right now all across this house and begin to pray with me right now Come on, is there any spiritual widow ladies that will say, God, I don't like what Satan's trying to do to my family. I don't like what Satan's trying to do to my home. I don't like what Satan's trying to do to my church family. I don't like the games he's trying to play with our minds. And I'm going to stand up and I'm going to hear the word of God. And I'm going to fight for deliverance. And I'm going to fight for a breakthrough. And I'm going to fight for God to make a way. Paul told Timothy Second Timothy 1 and 6 wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands for God hath not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind Can I preach to a Timothy in the house of the Lord tonight? Tell you that God has given you gifts. And God has placed his approval on your life. And God has put his hand on you. Oh, but Satan comes in and says, you can't do that. You can't allow God to use you that way. What are you thinking? And that spirit of fear tries to grip a hold of your mind. Oh, and that anxiety tries to creep in. Oh, but Paul said, Timothy, I want to put you in remembrance that God has already done a great work in your life. It's already there. Everything you need for victory is there. You you just gotta stir it up. You gotta stir it up. God's not giving you the spirit of fear. Oh, but a power. Hand of love. Hand of a sound mind. Can I tell you that within you, within you is the potential, the potential to shake the gates of hell. Within you is the potential to tear down Satan's kingdom. Within you is the potential to bind up those things that oppress your mind and to bind up the things that are warring against your family. Those evil spirits that try to disturb you in the wee hours of the night. Some of those things that try to slip in and try to torment in your mind in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus come on come on come on you got what it takes to be an overcomer tonight 
Come on, you got what it takes to push until you push through. Come on, you got what it takes to press until you press through. I'm telling you, don't let Satan overshadow the things that God has promised in your life. Oh, but store up the gift of God that is within you. Can I tell you, there's intercessors in this house tonight. There's prayer warriors in this house tonight. There are men and women that know how to travail in the Holy Ghost. There's men and women that have gifts of the Spirit that ought to be in operation in your life. But Satan says, you're not worthy. You're not good enough. Come on, can I let you know tonight it's God's will for you to shake past all of that, to break all of that loose and say, God, give me a breakthrough. Give me deliverance in your mighty name. here tonight and you need the Holy Ghost the word of God says you can be born again of the water and of the spirit you just got to hear it and you got to mix it with faith the word of God says you got to repent of your sins be baptized in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins he will fill you he will baptize you with the gift of the Holy Ghost hallelujah that's what the Bible says oh you must be born again of the water of the Spirit. The Bible says without the Spirit, we are no, you're none of His. God, I want your Spirit in my vessel. I want your Spirit in my vessel. I want that treasure in earthen vessels. God, I want to purge myself that I can be a vessel of honor. God, that there would be the ingredients for deliverance and for a breakthrough in my life. Come on, that there would be some testimonies in me. Oh, that would go beyond the realm of human possibilities and step into the supernatural where God could bless and move and what? Come on, would you pray? All across the house, would you pray? God, you're able to break every stronghold. You're able to break every chain in the name of Jesus. Every lie that tells you you're not good enough. God said, my blood and my spirit is upon you. I have covered you and I have called you. 
that spirit of oppression that has tried to drag you down day after day night after night God said I'm loosing you right now by my mighty spirit and by my mighty power in the mighty name of Jesus be loosed by the power of the Holy Ghost delivered by the mighty power in Jesus name hallelujah 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 come on all across this house come on I tell you there's greatness on in on the inside of you come on there's greatness within you come on it's God's will for you to rise up and to be a man of God it's God's will for you to rise up and be a woman of God it's God's will for you to take the sword of the spirit in your hand and say devil it is written it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God I'm not living off of what man says I'm not living off of what mama says but I'm living off of what God has spoken over my life and God said I'm more than a conqueror God said greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world God said you have been preparing yourself you've been getting ready and God said it's time that he's opening a door that no man can shut you have felt like you've hit your head up against the wall over and over and over again you've come up to the same place and you feel like that's as far as you're ever going to get but God said right now he's making a way God said every negative word that's ever been spoken about you his spirit is rising up against it right now. Every rumor that has tried to destroy your reputation, God said he's standing up against it right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God said there is freshness and there is revival that he's pouring out upon your home and upon your family right now in the mighty name of Jesus God said you have sown in tears but you will reap with joy in the name of Jesus oh come on I wonder would you lift your voice for me right now all across the sanctuary oh God you're able to do it let your Come on, you're able to do it. Let your fire flow. Let your fire 
never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. his words that we mix that faith with she just sang unto us tonight and it's the way maker the one that never quits working when sometimes we don't feel it feel like he's a million miles away can't see it the measure we'd like to see it we have the assurance he's still working He's still loving. He's still working in, on our behalf to make us the overcomers, the victorians that His Word has promised us. He'll hold every promise. He'll answer every prayer. He's with us day in and day out. There's not a storm that He's going to let you go by yourself. There's not a trial that you've got to face it all alone. No, he's always there, working, working in those dark times, working in those situations that maybe even tonight that you feel are just hopeless. Just, you know, you just have to sometimes wonder what was going through the mind of the little lady of battling against the issue of blood for 12 years. Bible said she'd spent all she had. But you heard of Jesus. 
And when she heard of Jesus, she mixed that with faith. She said, if I could just touch the hem. It's amazing what a touch would do. You could take these little babies. They could be fussy, irritated, uncomfortable. And a mother can just take, put her hand on them sometimes. Just, just knowing that you're there. Just knowing your presence. That's all we're asking for tonight. That touch from God. The presence from the Lord. That He's with us. And He's working for us. Praise God. What a God. What a God. What a Savior. Amen. Well, I feel to go another week. You may not think so tonight, but you may not feel it tonight, but God's got this thing. And let me say again tonight, appreciate all of you coming. It could have been very easy for you to say, you know what, that weather's, you know, they may be right tonight. <laughs> it may get bad, real bad. And uh, it, it may have, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not out there. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Thank God for structures. Good, strong structures. Amen. That we can get in. God to protect us. God works the same way. So we're going to be back here again Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. Praise God. And just going to see what God's going to do for us. Amen. It's really not that much out of our normal schedule. I realize that next week's really going to fill it up because everything goes to plan. Then Mother Phillips will be with us Thursday and Friday night. And so we just, we're just going to be having some church. Praise God. And hopefully everybody can make it. If you can't, got other obligations, well, you know and God knows. Amen. You're not going to make me mad. You know. And uh, so we're just going to trust God. We're going to let God do some work for us. Love you. Appreciate you. Let me say thank you again for being here. And man, appreciate Brother and Sister Rouse and this good family. Been doing such a marvelous job. Praise God. And, uh, no doubt, like Brother Ford said, we, we do. We thank God for our musicians and singers and praise singers. And uh, they, There's a lot more work in that than a lot of people realize. Man, to get up and learn songs and practice them. And, and then some of them get up here and sing like you, you do sometimes. It takes it out of you. But we thank you for it. Appreciate it. Thank all the saints of God, each one of you, for helping us out. And uh, let's pray much. Uh, got a lot of things to pray about tonight. A lot of people, a lot of circumstances. And hey, who knows? Just what's going to happen, what's going to unfold. If we'll just stay with it. Stay with it. Appreciate some of these teenagers coming and being faithful to God. And when the rest of the family's not, but you're staying faithful. God sees that. God's going to honor that. God's going to bless that. And there's some blessings that come from God that nothing else can bring. Some protection and guidance and help. So you stay with it. You stay with it. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. God bless you. We'll let you go and be dismissed in the fear of the Lord. God bless you.